Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to be reading the readings for July 5th, 2020, which is the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A of the Roman Catholic Church. This week I am joined by a very special guest, my friend Meg. How are you, Meg? I am fangirling to the extreme, Jenna. (laughs) Wow. This is, this is great. I'm doing great. Awesome. Thank you you for having me here. You're welcome. We're actually recording this on Meg's birthday. It is my birthday. What a time to be alive. What, as, as a wise woman, I know once said, what a time to be alive. (laughs) Um, Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your life with uh, with the Lord, your life with Christ. Wow, my life with the Lord. Um, it's been a wild ride this this twenty seven years today. Um, I what can I say? I was baptized, which was a great thing that my parents did. Very grateful for that. Um, I believe my friendship with Jesus has been a very complicated, but also very simple, very simple thing. Um, I remember getting my first Holy Communion and that being a very big deal. And I don't know, like, I don't know if you remember that at all, Jenna, like your first Holy Communion, because we were little and, but like, I just remember it being a definite beginning of my friendship with God. Um, That day is very special to me, but I think, um, the point of my life where Jesus became more than just like a concept or like church, church is good. Like God loves you type thing. Um, I always talk about this when I was in fifth grade, I had a teacher who had us write letters to Jesus every morning. It, and like, it's so simple. And like you're 10, how old are you in fifth grade? 10, 11. Yeah. And that had such an impact on me. Like that changed the course of my life forever. And I, I always tell that story because a lot of my friends are teachers and I'm like, that one teacher, man, has like kickstarted my whole fate. So that was um, a big part of my life and has continued to be just that like developing like a personal relationship with God um, in a way that's, like God wants to know me personally, (laughs) like sort of rocked my world. Um, What else? I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic high school. We did a lot of retreats, which was amazing. Um, But I think the big thing for me, which is where we met Jenna, was the Newman Center. And that was like, I don't like my faith up until that point had been so like me and God, me and God. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, community is like so important. And 
I just felt like I grew a lot there in my faith, um, especially because when you just get to surround yourself with people who love Jesus like you do, it has a it has a big impact. So I don't know. I'm just trying to do my best with life, with life. How how do you deal with if you don't mind me asking because this is like my eternal struggle. Like how do you deal with going from that community that we left five years ago now? Um, and I think a lot of people struggle with this. Like, how do you deal with the, the college community, like a really strong Catholic community and then going to like living adult life where you're like alone? (laughs) Yes, correct. Um, it's, uh, that's something, especially like right after we graduated, that was a big like thing for me because I'm, we were all so close and we were all like growing and learning together and that and it's gone like people you know move on I'm very lucky that a lot of my friends from college from Newman still we all still kind of live here so these people are still my friends but you have to kind of grasp on to any kind of community I mean I'm very lucky in that my parish we have it's not a defined group of people but like Sunday night after mass like I'm hanging out with like young couples, older single people, younger single people, um, and like eating together, praying together um, after after mass has been like a staple of my week. Like having that Sunday night St. Isaac jokes, shout out. Um, <laughs> crew has just been amazing and it's also great like my brother goes so it's my family too and it's um that has been really important because you know for a while you're sort of just like floundering through like all right I'm still going to church I'm doing all the things and you're just but once until you get that like solid group back it's just it's very difficult yeah yeah yep Agreed. Yeah. Well, okay. thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yes. Cool. You ready to dive into the uh, readings? Let's dive in. Let's Next dive. Third. Okay, so Meg's going to read the first reading, which is from Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. Thus says the Lord, Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See your king shall come to you. A just savior he is meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the foal of an ass. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The warrior's bow shall be banished and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Mm. Wow. 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 Thoughts? I have many thoughts on this matter. Um, I love when uh, God calls us daughter. I don't know if you have like a similar reaction Mm. Uh, just to like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the Bible is very masculinized, not to be like, I don't know. Just like hearing like the word daughter just like strikes, you know, a little, a little twinge in my heart because you forget that sometimes. Yes. 
that childlike thing. And also it sort of like reminds me a lot of like the church as the bride of Christ and that like, I don't know that feminine, what's the word? Femininity. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I just, I, I just always love that. I feel like that happens a lot in the old Testament, like the daughter Zion, daughter Jerusalem, and just a phrase that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I was looking at this line cause I didn't get it. He shall banish the chariot. Uh, and the horse. So I was like, well, why do they have to be banished? So then I, so then the footnotes that takes you to a, a line in Micah. Oh. Um, which says basically the same thing. And I'm like, okay, but I still don't get what that means. So then the footnotes say the Lord will destroy all those features of the nation's life that have stood between the people and their God. These false supports include horses, chariots, fortifications, and forbidden practices such as sorcery and idolatry. So I'm guessing that means that he shall banish the chariot and the horse means like these things used in battle, right? The warrior's bow shall be banished and he shall proclaim peace. So like anything that has to do with like violence or war yeah like he's going to take away and he's going to be the one that brings peace and that's pretty awesome yeah man i yes i was i was a little confused about that as well the banishing the chariot um but that makes that makes a lot of sense i also really like uh the line see your king shall come to you it's just sort of like an interesting image because you don't like people go to the king mm. and yeah. like, our king is coming to us. And that is just that like how I, I it's just, that's just amazing to me. Like he's, he's not asking anything. He's just, he's coming to us and he is proclaiming this peace. Right. And, sort of asking us to be like receptive to to what he's offering right yeah you're so right that it's so counterintuitive for the king to come to us I, i love that that was a good point and that he doesn't come in a chariot but he comes on a little donkey right you know a cult meek um yeah meek jesus and it's the image of that a king riding on a baby donkey is like laughable. Right. right. It should be like, you know, fire and brimstone and, and big chariots, horses, but here he comes just little donkey, little donkey. So humble Jesus, humble Jesus. Beautiful. Cool. Good with this one. I'm good. All right. Let's move on to the second reading. Second reading is from uh, the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verse 9, and verses 11 to 13. Brothers and sisters, you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit. If only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. 
If the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. Consequently, brothers and sisters, we are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if the spirit you put to death, the deeds of the body, you will live. Mm. Yes. Um, it's, it's so clear. <laughs> like what more do you need you know he pushes that point he like yeah really pushes just yeah constantly like I don't know I think we forget a lot how um how much the Holy Spirit moves and transforms and transforms correct because I feel like Paul really has this idea that like not the, I mean, it's a correct idea, but like he really sees it as when you are like baptized and confirmed that the Holy Spirit really like, I don't want to say possesses you or like takes over your body, but he pause really sees like you literally having a new spirit within you, even though your body looks the same. Right. And it, the line will give life to your mortal bodies. I mean, it's almost like we don't we don't have life until we allow this spirit to really transform and dwell. I love that word dwell. Mm-hmm. The idea, his spirit that dwells in you. Like, who are we? This he's just like blobs of flesh, <laughs> <laughs> like constantly, like so messy. We're so messy. And um, God's like, yes, my spirit shall dwell in them. It's just... Right, it shall make a home in your little body, blobby body. Blobs of just flesh, man. And we are like, how crazy is that? Right. Um, But I don't think like, I don't think Paul's saying like the body is bad. Mm. Like some people take it that way. I just think it's like allowing he's he's like calling us to allow the spirit to move our bodies right in the way you know that god wants and is also best for us right yeah he definitely wants us to like you know honor and revere our bodies because at the end he says um you know we're gonna die but you know on the last day our you know, we're going to have that resurrection of the body. We still need our right. bodies. Yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. Cool. What a Jesus. All right. What a, what a Jesus we have. <laughs> All right. You ready for the gospel? I am ready. Okay. So the gospel is Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I will, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your glorious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Father, no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, 
for my yoke is easy and my burden light. I love that verse. There it is. 28 to 30. That's one of my faves. Yes, it is. I love that for I'm meek and humble of heart. It's like, yes. Yeah. And that's the connection to the first reading that like, not only does he come on an ass, like a, a little baby donkey, but he's saying, um, like, I, I will be the one that carries your stuff. Like, I will be the, the donkey that carries your burdens. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think it also, yeah, definitely, like, harkens back to the first reading. Because, again, like, he's coming, he's coming to us and he's just giving. Like, take my yoke upon you. I'm giving you this peace. I'm giving you this rest. I'm giving you my heart. Mm. And it's, whoa. Yeah. This is also kind of, I feel like this this reading, it's kind of like two parts. Like, it almost felt like I started a different reading when that, yes. when that started. Yes. Which I find interesting. Like, there's a little bit of like a... I don't know. It kind of feels like disconnected, but at the same time connected. I don't. And when I hear this, I hear this reading read at funerals a lot and it's always this full 25 to 30. Yeah. And I think, I think, I mean, they are totally separate. Like when I'm opening it like in the Bible and it's a separate heading, the gentle mastery of Christ. And then verse 28 starts. But I feel like the, the connection is that like, in that last line of verse 27, he says, no one knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the son wishes to reveal him. So Christ is saying like, he wants to do that for us. He wants to reveal the father to us. So come to me and I'm not going to give you burdens and like all these things that weigh you down. I'm going to give you the father. I'm going to give you this, this knowledge of the father. Right. You know, this is very true. Um, I also love, um, obviously the part you've revealed them to little ones, little ones, little ones, Jenna, (laughs) (laughs) it's like your podcast, Therese. Yeah. One. Um, yeah, I just, I think we're just, we're always just called to be so little. Yeah. And, um, again, just like, like. Children just, I feel like children just take and not in a bad way, but like, I mean, thinking about like the first reading and then this one, like, I will give you rest. I will give you peace. And we're just called to be little, little kids. Like, yes, give, yes, I take it. It's mine. And like, he, like, I feel like God just delights in that. Like, it's like, I don't know. You think about a little kid, like, um, like at my Christmas party when Henry and Aaron Eichmann, shout out, brought their little, little tiny human. Like we all just still, everyone just kept handing him things. And he was just like, thank you, <laughs> thank you delighted, love it. And it, we were all just like, not expecting anything from him, just that he was adorable and perfect, you know? Yeah. Taking like crackers, whatever we'd find. Um, I don't know. I just feel like God is, is so like that in that he, he just delights in us exactly as we are. I mean, we're always called to, you know, do better to, you know, avoid temptation, avoid sin, but like, 
he he really is just so his heart is just so big yeah <laughs> he's a generous generous god generous father yeah yeah and not just i love that it says he's re- he's revealed it to the little ones but he's hidden it from the wise and the learned it's right. like you can't even get it you can't get it if you're wise and you're learned like you have to become little in order to get it yeah that that is a very interesting statement because it's so contrary to what we're always trying to you know be smarter be what's that what's that song it's like harder better faster stronger. <laughs> <laughs> who sings that i'm having fun kanye. is that like yeah that is kanye um <laughs> but like we are but like that's not that's not what god's asking of us you know he's asking us to be children Little. And Little. just receive. And receive. Yeah. I think we forget that a lot. We we try to strive to to be more, even like if I do this novena, if I if I say the rosary every day, if I if I do all these things, like that's that's when God's gonna love me. And he's like, nah, <laughs> that's not it. Yeah. You Amen. know, I mean amazing, amazing God. Amazing God. Oh, thank you, Meg. Okay, so tell me, do you have a challenge for us for the week based on these readings? A challenge based on the readings? Well, let me think. I I think it would be really great if um, people could just maybe sit maybe outside ever no one's getting outside right now i hope by the time that this airs that this the quarantine is over <laughs> like, not promising anything it's april like, right now and this is for july 5th <laughs> so i'm like really that is my prayer for all of you right now that you're all together and hugging people but um just to get outside maybe and just sit and like I don't know, just for five minutes, just try to let God love you. Mm. Don't do anything. Just sit there and let it happen. Yeah. I think we all, we all need that more. So. Yeah. Amen. And put the, put the work on him. Just be like, God love me. Yes. It's your, it's your job. Just love me. Yeah. And I think he likes his job. Yeah. I think so too. (laughs) likes to do that and I don't think we let him do that enough we're like yeah hold on a second let me let me fix this little this little messy part first and then you can love me but you're right yeah you're right Meg so, for once in my life yeah. <laughs> this will be the first time Mark <laughs> your 27th year she finally, finally got it right finally got it right about something <laughs> yeah, that's my mom <laughs> Oh, Meg, thanks so much for doing this. I so appreciate it. I am honored. I'm still fangirling over it. Doing word with you again. <laughs> it's just like old times. Just like old times, man. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts 
or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. You can also check out A Shower of Roses podcast.com for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week.